0: This show is sponsored by IdealWorkspace.com, which promotes a healthier way of working through their adjustable standing desks. Check out their latest smart adjustable standing desk at Altizen.com, A-L-T-I-Z-E-N.com. Welcome to Analyze Asia, the podcast dedicated to dissect the powers of business, technology, and media in Asia. In this episode, I speak to Patrick Dai, founder and chairman of Quantum, the blockchain project which originated from China and now propagated to the rest of the world. We discuss the story of Quantum as an open-source blockchain project and its current focus, and at the same time, hear his perspectives on the current ICO market across the world. Hi, Patrick.
1: Hello. Yeah, nice to meet you. Yeah, this is Patrick. How are you doing? Oh yeah, today is great. Traveled to Hangzhou.
0: (laughs) But you are based in Shanghai, right? As far as I understand it.
1: Yeah, the Quantum Office is based in Shanghai and uh, the foundation is registered in Singapore. But today I traveled to Hangzhou to meet some potential corporation partners from Alibaba and uh, some potential partners and investors.
0: Sure. And I'm talking to Patrick Dai, founder and chairman of Quantum Foundation. Spelled Q-T-U-M. It's great to have you on the show because we know a lot about blockchain and we know a lot about bitcoin ethereum but actually in asia we also have our own equivalent of the blockchain technologies and i think the most well-known is probably quantum so but before that i want to start off to get to know you better patrick how do you start your career
1: yeah i started my career i think since 2012 at that time i was still in my university prepare my master's degree and my major was like uh, the computer science and a peer-to-peer network so one of my professor he gave me the paper the white paper of Bitcoin. So that's the initial point uh, why I have uh, like uh, joined this industry. This is pretty a long time. Uh, since 2012.
0: How do you end up starting Quantum Foundation then?
1: So since 2012, I have been joined this industry, uh, for a long time, and we. Uh, we developed a lot of stuff in this uh, in this blockchain area, so we I think we got uh, enough experience to start to start a very big project. So in 2016, the March of 2016, we started the quantum project under the Quantum Foundation. Yeah, it's designed to be a public blockchain project.
0: So just before I go to the main subject, I wanted to ask you, so throughout your journey from finishing your master's and then working on blockchain and subsequently leading the creation of the Quantum Foundation, what are the interesting career lessons you can share with my audience?
1: In truth, I, yeah, I, I got my master's degree, but, you know, in, in 2015, I was still in the, in the university uh, for the PhD. <laughs> so I prepared the, the master degree and I got the master degree, and then I dropped out of the PhD at the last year of my PhD time. And then there's like a short time, about six months. I went to Alibaba in 2015 and uh, I learned uh, like uh, a lot of Alibaba culture and uh, how how can you grow up a very big company from the very beginning. So I think that's one of a very uh, interesting part of my career. Yeah, because I wanted to learn how can you really like build a very popular Internet company like Taobao or Tomeo. So they are the biggest uh, e-commerce uh, website in China. So I think I learned something from from there, like how to make the, the Internet products. Yeah, this is the, one of the very interesting career and uh, experience uh, in the big company.
0: I'm just very curious since you work in Alibaba. So in Alibaba, I know that there's a culture of taking a Chinese nickname from one of the Chinese martial art movies. So what is yours then?
1: Yeah, so my nickname is like true. Yeah, so I'm using this name even today because this is the, like one of the names in a very old, like a Kung Fu, the, the Kung Fu book. So it's some very old book. So in the book, you can pick up some good name. You know, in China, we have a very popular culture, the wuxia, yeah, the, the culture.
0: I see. So now I'm going to come to the most interesting part of our conversation is about quantum. But I want to start off by first getting an understanding because my audience is, comes from all walks of life. So first of all, I want to ask you, can you talk about the concept of cryptocurrency, blockchain and Bitcoin to my audience?
1: Yeah, maybe I should start from Bitcoin because uh, Bitcoin is uh, the first uh, cryptocurrency. Uh, I mean, not the first, uh, first one, but uh, the first successful cryptocurrency in the world. And today the Bitcoin market cap is about 70 billion dollars screwing up very quickly. So what's Bitcoin? Personally, yeah, I think Bitcoin have a lot of meaning. The very basic meaning, it's an open source peer to peer financial system. So everyone can join the financial system. And Bitcoin is one of the most successful applications in this financial system. So th- that's uh, Bitcoin, yeah. And also Bitcoin is a content unit of this financial system. It's a unit to represent uh, this open source system. Yeah, that's Bitcoin. And the cryptocurrency includes a lot of uh, other currencies. So Bitcoin is the most successful one. So and Ethereum, I think they are the second biggest one right now. Yeah, and uh, quantum is also one of the cryptocurrencies. And uh, for the blockchain, I think blockchain is more like the technology uh, behind Bitcoin, behind Ethereum, and uh, behind quantum. So blockchain includes a lot of like uh, technology, like uh, the peer-to-peer network, the game theory, the decentralized system, and like the mechanism design the blockchain is like include a lot of other technologies too
0: so specifically in china how has been the development of these technologies in the past two years and also you can talk about it from your perspective as well
1: so i think in china right now from the government point of view the government wants more and more industry they can use blockchain technology uh, to make their traditional industry more efficiency and to improve the efficiency. But I think in China the government they do not really like the people to pay too much attention to the cryptocurrency. Yeah, that's that's the feeling I got from the last few years. But if you are building some like a technology, I think it's it's okay. Yeah. And because the government in China, they listed uh, uh, blockchain technology of, uh, in the five years plan as the mo- one of the most promising technology in the next five years for the Chinese government.
0: And also specifically because in the Bitcoin space, China is actually the largest driver for Bitcoin mining. Does that also have an impact to how blockchain technology is developed in China then?
1: Yeah, I think in China today, I think uh, we have the biggest uh, uh, mining power from some data because the Chinese mining pool, they are country like... uh 60 to 70 percent of the mining power, the Bitcoin mi- mining power in the, in the world. So yeah, I think uh, in China we have a very good ecosystem for all the cryptocurrency and all the blockchain technology industry. And more and more startups in China, they are started their career, they are started their business in blockchain area. The startups like they are doing like a quantum. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, we are registered in Singapore, but uh, a lot of operations also happen in China and in some other countries. So what we are doing right now in China, we are offering a very basic public blockchain platform for other people to build the application uh, on quantum. There is some other very interesting startups too. Yeah,
0: I want to now specifically zoom into quantum because this is very interesting. China's own major blockchain open source project. Can you talk as the founder, can you talk about the vision and mission of quantum?
1: So I think today right now more and more people they, they started to know blockchain, they started to know Bitcoin to know Ethereum and to know quantum. so but uh, you know even today I, ha- I still have a feeling like uh, it's still very hard for people to really understand the, the technology and the influence uh, of the blockchain technology in the future Yeah, but from my point of view, like uh, quantum we are aiming to become one of the best blockchain infrastructure and architecture in the future. We are combining the best part uh, from Bitcoin and from Ethereum together and to make a Quantum be a general platform for all the decentralized applications. I think in the future, uh, you know, in a society, we need all kinds of service, like uh, we need electricity, we need water, we need the air. So in the future, I think uh, on the internet, we need a, a new kind of service. The service is the trust service. So who will, in the future, who will offer the trusted service? I think that's a very important issue or problem in the future. And that's also bring a very huge opportunity for all the startups and all the blockchain company. Because from Quantum, our mission is like uh, we wanted to define a new business model. So we call Quantum like defining the blockchain economy. So in the future, we can see some traditional economy, they will start moving to blockchain. So, quantum will be the plan for grow the new economy and to build your own decentralized application. So the quantum mission is like uh, we, we want to be a value transfer protocol and a decentralized application platform in the future. We wanted to offering the trusted service for the people who needed to build the trust on the internet so you, you can do a better business.
0: I couldn't have gotten this interview without the help of Eva Yu from Techno, so I want to say thanks to her. But also I've read a very interesting article written by her where quantum seeks to unify Ethereum and Bitcoin blockchain applications. I have two questions here. You have also mentioned that you're trying to take the best of Ethereum and Bitcoin blockchain applications and put it together to create quantum. How do you propose to do that then?
1: So it's a very challenging work and it's a very like uh, difficult. Yeah, But from our team, like uh, we already joined this industry for last five years. We know all the current ecosystem very well. We know Bitcoin source code very well. We know Ethereum source code very well. So for for Bitcoin, if you learn enough more about a blockchain, you will know like a Bitcoin, it's a very secure, very simple, very stable blockchain. It's not a general platform; it's more like a digital digital gold or digital cash uh, on the internet. Yeah, for Ethereum, yeah, it's designed to be a to be a global state machine. It's a very flexible blockchain platform. So for Quantum, we wanted to like uh, put the flexibility to Bitcoin. That means like uh, we want. to... Uh, give Bitcoin ecosystem the smart contract ability. You know, in Bitcoin, you cannot write the smart contract. In Ethereum, you can write the smart contract. So we wanted to give the smart contract ability to Bitcoin ecosystem. So that's a reason why Quantum, we build the Quantum blockchain, mainly based on the Bitcoin source code. But we added some new virtual machine. We added the virtual machine to Bitcoin source code. Like we are supporting EVM right now. But in the future, we are supporting a new virtual machine, the X86 virtual machine. So technically speaking, like uh, everything you can do on Bitcoin, everything you can do on Ethereum, you can do on Quantum, and we are compatible with all the current uh, Bitcoin and uh, Ethereum development uh, resource. So by this way, I think more and more developer, they will realize uh, the advantage of the quantum blockchain because it, no matter what you want, you can find some, something uh, in quantum blockchain.
0: One th- interesting thing that also come up from this conversation is that quantum leverage on what has also came up from Ethereum. I think what Ethereum is really well known for is the tokenization piece. Is there anything that you also do to sort of build on top of that Ethereum tokenization piece?
1: Uh, today in quantum we are supporting we are using the ethereum machine uh, the evm so and also the smart contract so that means everything you do on ethereum smart contract you can do on quantum so even today we already have more than 10 uh, decentralized applications are building on quantum and they are releasing the token and they finished their ico already Yeah, it's pretty successful for some of the projects that they are building on quantum today.
0: I'm pretty interested to understand a little bit about your foundation. So how does the quantum foundation governance structure work for those who are involved in your project?
1: Yeah, so we registered the foundation in Singapore and it's a non-profit foundation. Uh, The mission or the purpose of the foundation is to manage the, at the beginning, yeah, to manage the quantum project because uh, uh, quantum is a pretty global project. We have our team members come from nine countries. They're from US, Canada, China, For Macedonia, Morocco, Belarus, and we have another office in Belarus. We need some organization to manage the team member so they can work together more efficiently. Right now, the Quantum Foundation, yeah, we have a different uh, department. Like uh, we have the uh, financial department, the uh, department, and uh, the marketing yeah, and the management, yeah, and we also have some board member and advisor. It's a kind of similar with other non-profit foundation, but for blockchain projects, it's also very different. And also for the foundation, for the quantum blockchain project, we designed a new decentralized governance protocol, so a new innovation for the whole blockchain industry. Because right now, you know, how do you manage the Bitcoin source code and how do you manage the Ethereum source code? It's kind of centralized. With our mission of Quantum, we want Quantum become a decentralized blockchain platform. So we need a decentralized governance protocol. By this, we can involve the community, we can involve the exchange platform, we can involve our developers, our decentralized uh, ecosystem together to make the rules or make the proposal for the Quantum network. So that's one thing used in the quantum Skynet, the tight net too, uh, last
0: week. That's a very interesting part of where, where quantum really distinguishes from the Bitcoin blockchain and also the Ethereum. Because what you're talking about is actually there's very core to what the blockchain technology is about. That's decentralized. When it comes to a forking of the quantum, so the particular process is actually decentralized and not centralized in the traditional way that what most blockchain foundations are working on. Is, is that how I understand it? Yes, Yes. I want to also know who are on the team of quantum that are spearheading the development of your protocol.
1: Yeah, so uh, the Quantum team right now, we have 35 people, more than 25 are developers, and we have 10 people doing the marketing, the operation, and the financial. So uh, yeah, the, the team member, uh, we have three founder i uh, I'm the co-founder of Quantum Project and uh, the chairman of the foundation. Uh, we have our CTO, Neil, he comes from Morocco, South Africa. Yeah, we have another co-founder, Jordan ours. he comes from the US. So we have three co-founders, yeah. And we have uh, another like 20 developers spread in, uh, in, in a lot of countries. Yeah, we have team members from Sweden, Macedonia, and uh, US, Canada, China. Yeah, and uh, most of the team members, and also we have office in Shanghai. Most of the uh, team members in Shanghai they come from the big company earlier, like the Baidu, Tencent, or Alibaba. So we have uh, some other team members, like uh, from uh, the Western community and uh, from the Western countries. So in quantum, it's a pretty global project right now. And uh, we have a very big community. We have a very big community in China and we have a very big community in Korea, uh, South Korea, Russia, Europe, US, Canada. Yeah. So I know uh, I think we have some community in Japan, too. So the community uh, depends on the feedback we got from our partners or our developers. We have about like one million people are holding quantum token.
0: Wow. There's a lot of people there. So I'm very curious, what are the key technologies that Quantum are focusing on developing on the blockchain space? I think decentralized governance was one of the things that you are working on. I've went through the Quantum site and I've seen a couple of very interesting projects that's actually ongoing. So maybe you can talk about some of these projects that you are working?
1: Yes. For quantum, we have a plans. plan. Yeah, we have some projects that are working on quantum. The first plan is uh, the development plan in the future. The first one is the lighting network. So we are working on this. We finish the lighting work network that means we can solve one of the biggest challenges for the blockchain industry. It's like the, the, the transaction per second, the, the speed. Yeah. So we can make the micropayment cheaper and also faster. So the Lightning network, network is one of the priority after the mainnet release. Another development plane we are working on is a new virtual machine. We call it the x86. It's a classic uh, inter-architecture virtual machine. So this new virtual machine has some very really good features, like you can write smart contract in C language, in C++, in Java, Rust, uh, uh, Python. So it's basically all the mainstream uh, programming languages can used to write a smart contract. So that's two forks for the development work we are working on. For the devs, there is like more than ten decentralized application they are building on quantum. The first one is the Energo. So it's a decentralized platform. Basically, they are working with Thailand and Australia to deploy their hardware uh, equipment. So your solar power electricity to neighbors through the quantum blockchain network. So it's a very interesting use Another few use cases like uh, they finished their ICO. Like, uh, there's like booty, there's a team from Silicon Valley. They are working on a prediction market on quantum. And uh, there is also another project, the name is Inkchain, like uh, a, a copyright trading. So they, they signed a lot of a very, big, uh, a very big writers in China. Some of the writers, they are the, the best writer, uh, the, the, book, the book writer in China. So they signed some contract. Yeah, there's like uh, some other six or seven projects they are building on quantum uh, in, uh, in IoT industry, supply chain, healthcare, and social network, <laughs> online streaming.
0: So how does Quantum work with, say, existing technologies, for example, we think about WeChat in China, because that's one of your most well-known apps that's known to the world then?
1: So for Quantum, yeah, we, I mean, myself, I was being invited to Alibaba and Tencent a few times to make the speech in the big company. And I think all these big companies, they know Quantum in China because we are kind of influential here. Yeah, but, uh, you know, Quantum is uh, still a very small platform. I mean, we build some connections in the big company, but uh, no direct uh, cooperation right now. But uh, we are cooperating with uh, some other small applications. Like uh, there's one plica- one application in China. The name is a Paywall. It's like a video social network. So they already have like a 10 million users. So they are they are building on quantum right now. They are doing an ICO and they are doing uh, building on quantum right now. So that's like a 10 million user will know quantum. And also we are cooperating with some like a company from uh, west of China, like uh, from Chengdu, the software center in Chengdu. So they already have like 50 million users for their CDN service and uh, their VPN service. So they, yeah, they wanted to uh, integrate with the quantum blockchain as a platform in the future. Yeah, we are working with some like uh, already like uh, very popular applications in China. I think that's one of the advantages of a quantum project because we know the culture, we know the market in China. So it's more easier for us to approach the big company. Yeah, and also all our angel investors, uh, they are helping a lot too.
0: That comes to one of the interesting questions. I know Quantum has already done the ICO, which is an initial coin offering. So the ICO phenomenon has been very exciting everywhere, all over the world. Can you talk about your perspectives on how you have built Quantum as an ICO and how do you perceive ICOs in your community then?
1: My perspective on the ICO I think it's uh, even today yeah I I can tell you something like uh, uh, in China today about the ICO and also my point on the ICO so right now I think in China they wanted to do some regulation on the ICO it's similar like in in US you know the SEC they they, they made some reports on the ICO from my point of view like uh, the ICO it's a new it's a new way for people to do the crowdfunding, it's a new way to make the the society reward structure more fair. Yeah, and it's also a new way like to raise money like more efficiency. It uh, can help accelerate the liquidity of the of the capital, uh, of the of the money, uh, globally. So that's uh, some very good points of the ICO. So personally, I believe in like. a the ICO will still growing up in the future, even with the regulation. I mean, regulation is a good thing for the blockchain industry because without a regulation, you are always worrying like, oh, how the government will treat me or the, how the government will think, uh, think about this. Yeah. If we, we have the regulation on the ICO, I think it will help. We will make the industry better and uh, bigger in the future. Yeah. So I think the ICO, they, it's, a, it's a very good thing and it can really solve a lot of problems in the society you know i mean in china i mean the people they are rich uh, all the chinese people they have a lot of savings but they do not know how to invest the only thing they can invest is the stock market yeah also the ico give the users more i mean uh, a more fair chance to participate in some great project like uh, you if you are one of the ico participator of ethereum or quantum I I mean, uh, you already made a lot of money. But you know, earlier, all all this kind of like uh, new project or big potential project uh, were invested by some bigger venture capitals like a SoftBank or like some uh, Sequoia or IDG venture capital. They are the only big guy have the chance to invest into some uh, very good company from the very beginning. But uh, the ICO give the normal people or the average people uh, a new way to participate in the very good company from the very beginning. I think in some ways, like ICO make the, the society reward system more fair. Yeah, says so that's my feeling. And also, ICO can help accelerate the innovations too. You know, without an ICO, we cannot see Ethereum project. We cannot see quantum project. It can only happen with the ICO to get the money. Then you, you can accelerate the efficiency of the whole society. You can accelerate the innovation from the society. I think ICO is a good thing, but we need some regulation, that's for sure.
0: I trade Bitcoin and Ethereum. I'm interested to trade Quantum. So where are you listed at least, which exchanges that uh, Quantum is actually allowed to, to be traded?
1: for quantum right now yeah we are listed uh, on the coin market cap you can see it's a very uh, one of the most popular website in cryptocurrency world uh, so we are listed uh, at uh, CHBTC, and uh, UNB and UMB and a yeah bitrix is the uh, exchange in US yeah and uh, there is like uh, more than 20 exchange and uh, some exchange in korea and uh, there is uh, more than ten exchange you can trade quantum. Yeah, but uh, yeah, quantum is a very young uh, project. So we are trying to uh, talk to more exchange platform to list the quantum. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think in next week there is like a three big exchange platform. Uh, they will list the uh, quantum uh, next week or, or uh, in two weeks, yeah. One is the, one of the biggest exchanges in uh, South Korea and one very in Hong Kong. But, uh, earlier they, they have a lot of business in U.S. Another one is one of the uh, oldest exchanges in China. Yeah, so maybe in one week or two
0: weeks. One final question before we go to the closing. I want to know where do you think the Bitcoin and blockchain space? I I guess I want to be a bit much more broad to talk about, say both Ethereum, Quantum. Where do you see this whole blockchain industry moving towards in the next two to three years?
1: From my understanding, uh, the whole blockchain industry. It's uh, similar like the 1990s of the internet at that time. So everything is just at the very beginning, no matter the, the technology innovations or the business model. So everything is just at the very, very beginning. Yeah. Because it's like, uh, you know, even today, the whole blockchain industry, the, the user experience or the uh, usability, it's very bad right now. Yeah. So that means there's a lot of opportunity for the whole industry. And a very different thing for blockchain industry, it's like uh, it's different, I mean, last century company, like uh, from uh, 10 years ago or 20 years ago, from some, old, uh, some big company at that time, like uh, Google or Facebook, because for Google and Facebook, you know, they are doing great and they, they made a lot of money, but all the, all the profit or well, all the money is shared by the, goes into the, some big shareholder maybe google have some big shareholder. alibaba have some big shareholder. so all the wealth growth is shared by some big shareholder. but in the blockchain industry a very a very cool thing is like uh, no we do not have a company behind uh, bitcoin we do not have a company behind ethereum or behind the quantum all the industry growth uh is shared by all the people who are holding the tokens yeah that's a very unique thing from all the other business model yeah And in the future I can see like we will see more and more blockchain projects and uh, we will see uh, more and more like uh, people they will start to join the blockchain industry from uh, every and we can see the government will pay more and more attention uh, to the blockchain industry because the blockchain is a really disruptive idea it's a revolutionary for the traditional business model we will build some decentralized business model in blockchain area and from what I can see we will see in the future, we can see like a, a some, some platform will worth like $1 trillion in the future. I, I, can, I can see like in the future in the 5 or 10 years or 20 years, we will see another great company similar like a Facebook or Google will come from the blockchain area and their, and their valuation will be 10 times bigger than Google or than Facebook or than Alibaba.
0: I share the same belief too after reading the original Satoshi Nakamoto paper. Patrick, once again I thank you for coming on the show. But before I close, I always want to ask my guests two questions. The first question is can you recommend a book, podcast, movie, film or anything else in your area expertise that you found that is very useful to you recently?
1: Yeah, I'm reading the book like recently, A Brief History of Humankind. So I think it's a yeah a brief history of humankind yeah I, I'm reading this book so I re- recommend this book to all the audience how the currency is working how the how the concept influences people. Because from my understanding, like a blockchain, it's not only a technology innovation, it's also about the philosophy and the concept in people's mind. I strongly like, recommend the, the book.
0: And I will definitely find that book and put it on my show notes for my audience. Okay, and the most important last question, how can my audience find you and Quantum?
1: Yeah. So yeah, you can find Quantum uh, in the Western media through Twitter and Facebook. We have our account there. And uh, in China, you can you can follow us uh, through the WeChat. So we have a Quantum Foundation WeChat ID. You can add the WeChat ID to uh, follow the the, the fund, uh, foundation's updates. And uh, if you want to talk to me or email me or yeah, was set some meeting. Yeah, you can uh, you can email me. Yeah, uh, Patrick at Quantum.org. Yeah, that's my email address. Yeah, I can share the email address with all the audience.
0: You're coming to Singapore at some point in time.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think after the mainnet release uh, September, I want to go there after September, uh, in, maybe uh in October. Yeah, we will we will go there. Go Singapore. Yeah.
0: And I will definitely will catch up with you. And you can find me at bleongcw or at bernardleong.com. Subscribe to us at Analyze Asia, A-N-A-L-Y-S-E Asia. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Acast, And of course, Google Play in the US market. Tweet to me, give us a five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. And of course, recommend us with a star on Overcast. But most importantly, tweet me your feedback. So once again, Patrick, thank you for coming on the show. And I look forward to have a chat with you in the future.
1: Okay, thank you very much.